Hey, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Eva Miller. As a domestic violence survivor turned life and wellness coach, I'm here to help you fully know your value, reclaim your power, and boldly create the life you love instead of living from someone else's script. So if you're feeling stuck and looking for help, or you just want to be reminded that it's okay to be your unique self in a conforming world, you're in the right place. Don't water down your wild. Step out of the race you never wanted to be in and forge your own path. Let's go. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. Now, I am not Eva Miller. I'm not your normal host. I'm Moose, your abnormal host for this week. Hopefully, you like what I have to say. If you don't, I'm sorry. If you do, please let me know, and maybe we'll do this again, and I'll, I don't know, maybe I'll host solo again. We'll see. We had a family emergency come up this week, so Eva had to go out of town and and help out. But she'll be back next week, and she'll be bringing the heat again, just like she always does. So hopefully you like what I have to say. We'll see. So let's get right into this. Now, I've been working with a high-performance coach for right around five weeks now. By the time this airs, it'll, it'll be five weeks. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about it from the coachee perspective. And then I wanted to talk to you some about courage. Now, what led me to start working with a coach? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because, you know, I have sat around on the sidelines for years while Eva was off doing her thing. She was looking for personal development, trying to grow, uh, shift her mindset. So she's worked with a whole bunch of different types of coaches, from business coaches to health coaches to um, personal development coaches. But when she started working with a high-performance coach, which was a natural progression for her, you know, she always seems to elevate things each step she goes. When she started working with this high-performance coach, that's when I noticed the biggest change in her. It's never been my thing. You know, personal development was never my cup of tea, but I saw all the growth that she's had. So it's like, you know, that's great for her. That's that's just not for me. So being supportive, you know, I encourage her to keep pursuing more and more and more. And, and then last year, she asked me if I would go to Coaching Summit with her. And I thought, you know, well, all right, you know, I, I can do that. I can be there. I can support her. And, you know, a few episodes ago, we did a whole show on Coaching Summit. So if you haven't listened to it, go back, replay it, listen to it. Or, well, if you haven't listened to it, you can't replay it. So that was kind of silly of me to say. <laughs> go back and listen to it and see and just hear the experience that we both had going through that. But keeping in mind that, you know, this whole personal development sphere was never something on my radar that would have been good for me. So, okay, I want you to, I want you to picture this now. Close your eyes. Unless you're driving, then don't close your eyes because that would just be dangerous. And imagine this. Okay, I'm sitting in a big auditorium surrounded by 2,000-ish personal development nerds, all right? And they're being led and taught by the number one personal development coach in the world, Brenda Bruchard. And I know it's kind of frightening picturing me in something like that. But, you know, I did it and I got a lot out of it. It was during that event that I finally started to realize and grasp the concept that this magic that is personal development and the importance and how it can change lives, but how it could change my life. You know, it, it dawned on me that it wasn't just for those people, those personal growth nerds. It was for me, too. 
And so, you know, I want to go into to what what these sessions are, are kind of like a little bit. You know, like I mentioned before, I um, just started my journey on to personal development about five weeks ago, working with a high-performance coach. And the sessions usually start out with a general question or two about, well, you know, how was my week? After last week's session, you know, how, how are things going? You know, and it, they could be thought-provoking questions. They could just be really generalized. So that really gets the ball rolling. It gets the, the mental juices flowing and everything like that. So it's so far that my coach and I, we've, we've kind of dug into my brain a little bit and pulling out some things that, that have always kind of been in there and a drive that I've had that I didn't even really know was dormant, but it was kind of in there. It, okay, let me try to explain it like this. Have you ever had a faint feeling like deep, deep, deep in your bones, deep in your brain that you were meant for more, for something bigger? And once you had that little feeling, you may have dismissed it because it wasn't really strong enough to act on or or you felt like your value was so low that that feeling you were just having was invalid or, or phony. Well, we kind of go into explore all that thought process with a system. And with a, a flow, a very structured approach to unpacking and unwrapping all of these false negative thoughts in your brain. And my coach doesn't tell me how to think or what to think. But my coach asks me questions to challenge the negative thoughts I have so I can identify ways to combat them. And they give me a framework to work through to help combat those. So I'm getting these mental tools to help me sort all this stuff out. And yes, there is weekly homework that you have to do, but it all wraps together and it helps you get a deeper understanding of what's inside your head and how you can be a better person, how you can grow. I'm not going to lie. These questions can be hard. They take a lot of thought, but it's so worth it. So you got to do your homework. And my coach has, has talked with me about things, you know, I've always heard that it's the small things in life that make the biggest changes, but I've just kind of blew it off because like, yeah, can't be the small things. You got to go big or go home. You got to shoot for the stars. You got to take these big steps. But that was part of our first session was you had to learn to take the small steps, the baby steps, if you will, because the baby steps taken consistently over time, those make the biggest changes in your life. So, you know, that was, that was one of them. We've also talked about energy, how to get more natural energy, not just sitting back and, you know, throwing back a six-pack of energy drinks, but real life-giving, life-sustaining energy. And we were, you know, I was taught some things I could do, some steps, some actions I could take, you know, through Shigong or meditation and stuff like that to really, really get the energy going. As, as we're tackling these topics during the sessions, my coach is asking me questions to get me to think and to get me to really dig deep down into my brain and figure this stuff out on my own. Now, they're not telling me, like I, I think I mentioned it before, my coach doesn't tell me how or what to think, but just helps me sort through so that I understand what I'm thinking and how I'm thinking and where the flaws might be in my thought process, where the negative thought processes are. And how to kind of go back and eliminate some of that and shift it and turn it to a more positive thing. So that's, that's all this coaching. And that's what coaching does. It's, it's an external source. It's a person that can help you pull what's in your head out and get you on a better path, a deeper path, you know, something that's going to help you to grow. 
So that's been a, the coaching process from my perspective, from my point of view. At this point, I want to, you know, I mentioned I wanted to talk to you about courage. And my goodness, session four that we went through was on courage. And that has been the most difficult one for me so far. Because I always thought courage was what you, um, what a warrior has on the battlefield. You know, what the, the ancient knights from medieval times, you know, when what they would have to go through to face life's challenges that came at them and to fight insurmountable odds and stuff like that is it's like the warrior's superpower to win is what courage is. That's what I thought. And I want to I wanna go into a couple of definitions of courage before I really get into the breakthroughs I kind of had in my mind. And Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines courage as strength of mind to carry on in spite of danger or difficulties. Dictionary.com goes on to say that courage is the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc. without fear, and it equates courage to bravery. Now, these definitions kind of reinforced my belief of what courage is, but they also challenged it. You see, both those definitions mention dealing with difficulty, not in the face of battle, but difficulty in life. Difficult decisions, difficult things like that. And it's like, whoops, paradigm shift incoming. And my coach would ask me questions about, you know, the, one of the first questions, as a matter of fact, was how have I showed courage in my life in the past? So I had to think about that for a few minutes. And then I settled on um, using courage to work through the abuses that I suffered as a child and also in ending a very toxic relationship with a family member. See, I could have allowed what happened to me to destroy me, and it nearly did, but I had to strengthen me to allow me to process it, to sort it out, to not bury it, and allow it to fester until it just exploded. And, you know, well, that's never a good thing. And then later in life, when I had to make those hard decisions to sever a relationship that had been toxic for most of my adult life. So, you know, talk all about this. And then my coach had the nerve to ask me, is that all? Was that all? Wasn't that enough? Are you kidding me? Now, I didn't say those things out loud, but I was definitely thinking them in my head because I'm thinking, you know, those are big things. Those are things that take a lot of courage to get through. What do you mean, is that all? I mean, come on, really? Seriously? And it's because I thought of courage is, you know, courage you had to have for the big things, not the small, mundane, daily stuff. I didn't think about it that, you know, you would need courage anymore because, you know, I'd already faced the big stuff, so I'm good to go. I've used it all up and I didn't equate courage being involved when I joined the Air Force. You know, I was chasing a dream that I'd had for years and I just figured it was a decision I need to make or applying for a job after I retired as a contract, you know, I retired from the military and came back as a contractor to where we're at now. I didn't think that took courage. It was just a decision that needed to be made. Yes, it was a big step, but it was just a decision. And in my mind, no courage was involved. There are decisions that we have to make every single day of our lives. Some are easy ones and some take courage to make. And we don't even realize we're using courage for those. It may take a lot of courage for some people just to get out of bed in the morning. I mean, I know people like that. I've, I've met and I've talked with people like that. Or to even go outside. They may have so much 
fear or anxiety about walking out their front door that it takes a lot of courage to take that step just to go outside. Maybe you need a little courage to try a new meal if you're a picky eater because that could bring on a lot of anxiety because I'm picky and when we go to restaurants, I look at the menu and it's like, mm-mm, I'm not going to try that. What if I don't like it? What if, what if it's horrible? But it takes courage to say, you know what? I'm going to try that. And I did when we were overseas. There was stuff I ate over there that took courage to even order, much less taste it. But I'm a better person because I used courage in those situations. And I didn't realize that that was courage before. You know, you may have had a loved one, somebody very special to you, buy you a very bright colored shirt. But you're a, I wear blacks and grays kind of person. And you're not comfortable in anything else like that. But you want to wear that shirt because somebody you cared about gave it to you. And maybe you're going out to dinner with them. So you want to put that shirt on, but you're not sure. And it takes courage to put it on and step out your door. Because what if you look horrible in that color? What if it doesn't flatter you? I'm more comfortable, more safe wearing my grays and blacks. So it takes courage to make those. And here's another one for you. It may take courage to dial that phone number that a friend gave you because he and his wife thought this girl that she worked with, the wife's girl worked with, that you and this girl would get along really, really well. Yes, that was my situation because I was that person who was given the phone number to call this girl that I didn't know. All I knew was her first name was Eva, but I was very nervous to make that phone call. My stomach was churning because what if I make that phone call? What if she says, yeah, I don't like your voice. I'm not going to see you. It took courage to make that phone call. It took courage to agree upon a place to meet. It took courage to follow through and meet when we said we were going to meet. And these decisions, they all took courage to make. And you may not think they do. You may be looking at these and thinking, oh, these are just minor decisions. It's no big deal. I've faced way worse than that. And you probably have. But you have to go through the courage to make your decisions, just like other people have to go through it to make their decisions. It's all about stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something different, taking the courage it takes to step out there. All right, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. It took a lot of courage for me to sit down and to write up my notes for this episode. And it took me a lot of courage to sit down and press record to do this. This is so far out of my comfort zone. I'm still nervous and I'm still a little queasy in my stomach right now sitting here doing this. But you got to take those steps because what if I enjoy this? What if I want to do it more? I wouldn't know if I didn't use the courage that I had in me to take this step. So, you know, you might be thinking, well, that's, that's cool for you, bro. Yeah, that's cool. But what am I supposed to do with all this crap you just talked about and, you know, tried to put into my head. And for most of us, courage starts small. The more you step out and make these decisions that are uncomfortable and difficult, the stronger your courage gets. See, courage is like a muscle. When you use it, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. You have to take those small steps because, like I said, it builds that courage muscle and makes it stronger. Are you going to fail? Yeah, you will. I mean, that's just nature. It's it's going to happen. But each time you make that decision and you step out, even if it's a failure, you still learn something from it. You still learn that, okay, well, maybe it didn't go so great this time. 
what can I do differently? What other tweaks can I do? Like putting this together, I don't know how many times I started recording this. It probably took me 30 minutes just to get to where we're flowing through at the very beginning of this, the, the way it was, because I would say something. Nope, that didn't work. I would use different equipment. Nope, that didn't sound good. So all of those were failures. And it's like, okay, I got to figure out and find what really works, what gives me the best sound quality, all this kind of stuff. But I learned. I learned how to process through it. And I learned because I took that first step of writing my notes down, tweaking them, putting an outline, all of that together. It's like, okay, now I've got a framework. Let's go record this. And then looking at the screen and the recording device, it's like, holy crap, what did I get myself into? But I did it. And hopefully you've enjoyed this, um, this episode so far. But you learn every time you take a step, every time you use your courage, even if it's a failure, you learn from it. And the next time is going to be better. And the next time will be better than that. And pretty soon your courage is so strong that you'll tackle anything. Now, what's, what's the killer of courage? Fear and self-doubt. They kill your courage. But you can't let them do it. You have to overpower them. You got to fight it. And you got to make those decisions that you've been putting off. You got to make the decisions because who knows, that decision may unlock the next level of you. You know, I've been writing in my journal every week, every day. One of the things that I want to remind myself is to be the best version of myself every single day. And to do that, I have to be consistent. I have to consistently exercise that courage muscle. I have to consistently take those small steps that are going to move me forward. And we, you know, you got to find the tools that help you do all of that stuff. So if you like what you hear on, on these podcasts, on the ones that Eva does, the ones we do together, this one I'm doing by myself, let us know. Let us know you're listening. Let us know you enjoy it. Let us know if there's a topic you want discussed or covered, let us know that too, and we'll work something up. We'll figure something out and get it to you. And if you want to know, you know, know more about what it's like to work with a high-performance coach, or even if that's something for you, there is a link in the show notes to schedule a strategy session. And I highly recommend you do that. If you have just the inkling that, you know what, maybe maybe it's time for me to grow, to get some help, to help sort through my thoughts. I really encourage you to do that. That's all I've got for you this week. Like I said, you know, before, Eva will be back next week. She'll be bringing the heat like she always does and looking beautiful while she does it. Hopefully, I'll be back on the show with her either next week or sometime in the future. I look forward to it. Um, I especially enjoy doing it with her because... It doesn't take as much courage for me to get on the air when she's sitting there with me because she's smiling at me. She's nodding her head. She's encouraging me to do that. So if you've got somebody in your life that's that's does that for you, great. Get them involved in what you're doing to help grow, and they will encourage you to grow. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to me ramble on. I really appreciate it. If you like it, let me know, and we'll see what we can do in the future. All right, I'll sign off now. I hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time.